You're listening to Policy Currents, a weekly podcast from the Rand Corporation. I'm Deanna Lee. And I'm Evan Banks. Every Friday, we bring you new insights from Rand's latest research and commentary. It's October 1st. As of March 2020, there were an estimated 321,000 undocumented and asylum-seeking children from Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala, and El Salvador enrolled in U.S. K-12 public schools. That's according to a new RAND report that provides critical data as recent surges in migration highlight the challenges schools face in supporting this vulnerable population. The study also offers insights into which states undocumented and asylum-seeking children move to. This distribution has important implications, because some states educate many more of these kids than other states do. In fact, about 75% of these new students settled in just 10 states. California, Texas, Florida, New York, Virginia, Maryland, New Jersey, Georgia, North Carolina, and Louisiana. Author Julia Kaufman says that these students often bring extra challenges to the classroom. For instance, some have little formal education, are learning English, live in impoverished households, or have symptoms of psychological distress and trauma. Many school districts are doing their best, and in some cases, our research shows that districts are doing well in educating and supporting these students. But overall, schools and teachers need more help. The report offers several policy recommendations, including creating agreements for educational records transfers with Honduras, Guatemala, and El Salvador, providing additional funding for schools experiencing immigration surges, and providing professional development and high-quality resources to all teachers who support English language learners. Concern about the potential for military interventions by U.S. adversaries has risen over the past decade. This has been driven by high-profile interventions, such as Russia's missions in Ukraine and Syria, Iran's activity in Iraq and Syria, and China's expanding military activity in Africa. Despite these concerns, relatively little is known about what's behind the intervention behavior of these countries. A new series of RAND reports aims to fill that gap, exploring where, how, and how often Russia, Iran, and China have intervened militarily over the last 75 years. Overall, the authors conclude that concern over future military interventions by these adversaries should be tempered, at least for now. Interventions in both number and scale remain far below the levels that the U.S. had to contend with during the Cold War. However, several factors could contribute to a shift toward more aggressive and larger-scale military interventions, including the growing intensity of U.S. rivalries with Russia and China. China currently represents the greatest threat to U.S. interests. Beijing has greater resources and, in some areas, greater capabilities than Russia or any other U.S. adversary. There are also many scenarios that could lead to increased Chinese military interventions. You can find this full report, as well as three companion reports that focus on Russia, Iran, and China, on RAND.org. California's temporary ban on evictions ended yesterday. 
this could lead to a new housing crisis in a state where renters have already been battered by the pandemic. But according to Rand's George Zoe, it doesn't have to turn into a new homelessness crisis. The state rent relief program can still make payments to eligible renters. That is, if more people apply right away and if their applications are processed quickly. So far, federal and state aid has been distributed at an alarmingly slow pace. The stakes of keeping renters in their homes are high. Evictions have life-altering consequences. Beyond housing instability and potential homelessness, people who are evicted face lower earnings, more hospital visits, and reduced access to credit. The societal costs of homelessness are also staggering. A RAND study from several years ago found that Los Angeles County spent nearly $965 million over a 12-month period on services for single adults experiencing homelessness. Zoe says that swift and decisive action to coordinate rental relief in the coming weeks and months is necessary to prevent an acute crisis from becoming a chronic one. New RAND survey results highlight Americans' strong support for providing benefits and services to veterans. The survey was conducted between late July and early September, as the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan took place. More than 2,000 adults across the country responded. Here's an overview of the findings. Very few Americans, just 3%, feel the government is doing an excellent job of caring for veterans. In fact, 87% think the government should do more. Americans are more likely to support a guarantee of benefits for veterans than for all Americans. For example, 85% support a guarantee of free college for veterans, while 57% support free college for all Americans. Finally, this higher level of support for programs that are specifically for veterans persists even when programs would be funded by an increase in taxes. Japan will soon have a new prime minister. Fumio Kishida is set to replace Yoshihide Suga, who is stepping down after less than a year on the job. Rand's Jeffrey Hornung says that this could signal a return to Japan's post-Cold War trend of quote revolving door prime ministers. And if it does, an important question is what this might mean for Japan's foreign and security policies, and for the U.S.-Japan alliance. More often than not, Hornung says, short-tenured leaders end up spending a significant amount of time politicking to maintain their political base. This leaves less time to build the domestic and international coalitions needed to push new initiatives. Revolving door administrations in Japan could also hurt U.S. engagement with the Indo-Pacific region. Japan is a consequential power, Hornung says, but only as long as its leaders. Have the political stability to do consequential things. Rand is a nonprofit institution that helps improve policy and decision making through research and analysis. For more on what we covered this week, check the show notes at rand.org/podcast. We'll see you next week.